0: On your bedroom wall, call me the king of the mountain Good morning everybody, it's about 11am and um, it's about time to post, I'm doing round the clock, posting on hot on the trail of Trump going to jail, let's see what's going on (coughs) YouTube. Let's <coughs> see here. Uh, ultimate uh, party. Hmm. Interesting. Say a Peter, say a Paul. You got me up on your bed, mom. Biden delivers remarks on job creation and American manufacturing, which are doing very well. 339 watching. Okay. Where's the, um, uh, there's no, um, you can't. Um, I hate it when they won't allow you to post anything. That's kind of sus, if you think, if you think about it. Like, why are they... Why are they shutting us up? Justice Department vows to defend, defend DACA policy after court rules again against it. CBS News did a um, no views. Why? legal status. In a Texas by the of the instance, Which court ruled against it? Uh,
1: those
2: currently in the program are not impacted by this latest decision. What's joining us important? now is Carlos Benitez-Cruz. He is an undocumented PhD student at the University of Illinois, Chicago. He is also a DACA beneficiary. Carlos, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as I understand it, this ruling does not impact your beneficiary status. It prohibits the addition of new DACA recipients, but still, it has to be something of a gut punch to you. Tell me how you're feeling today. Um, absolutely, I I think I woke up this morning with um, just heaviness right all, all over me. Um, and receiving the news is a mixture of anger, sadness,
0: Doing a little bit of copy editing at the Department of Justice. So, KSSOW.
3: there's anxiety um, an exhaustion, right? Exhaustion at the fact of uncertainty and the fact that this means that we, we don't know what will happen to us going forward, especially as the case moves higher into the courts.
1: And... I think it's important for people to understand. I mean, you speak about heaviness, anxiety, exhaustion. How, for you personally, has the Darker program helped you, impacted your life?
3: Yeah,
0: Darker has been immense.
1: I, you know, it's, it's hard to sum it up. Um really quickly, but DACA is life-changing. When my sister received DACA for the first time, um, she was 16, I was 12, and, you know, she came home when our work permit first arrived, and she looked at my mom, and she said, Mom, I exist, right? It's it's not only the ability to go to work, it's an affirmation that you matter as a person that in this country you are seeing that you exist. Um, it has both a psychological
4: level. and then like a very material level too.
1: People can go to work legally. I've been able to go to work legally. Um, and I've been able to go to grad school. That's something that is not available for our documented students without DACA.
5: And it's so immense, it's, it's hard to describe exactly what
3: it is, but imagine not being able to go to work. And I think what this poses
1: is that threat, the inability to continue living your life. Hey Carlos, can I ask, have you been in contact with anyone who doesn't have that protection? Perhaps people you know who are now more fearful? I... I have many peers, and I'm connected with a lot of folks who do not have DACA, right, in, in my family and my close friends. Um, and what this ruling, it doesn't change many things for them,
0: right? um, it, it just continues the uncertainty and the inability to have hope in this country for I know I'm to mark, and some change. I'm, I'm at the America. of want
1: uh, right. some of one of DACA beneficiaries of the program because it was rescinded by the the Trump administration in 2017. Um, There's a lot of young folks and older folks who did not qualify for DACA. They continue living their lives as best as they can. And what this kind of affirms to them is that there is no immigration reform um, at the horizon.
2: Um, Carlos, you're a Ph.D. student. Your sister, as you were talking about her work permit, paying taxes. Childhood, part of DACA is childhood arrivals. You're an American boy. You grew up in this country. Obviously, the Justice Department is expected to appeal the ruling, but still, there's so much misunderstanding, I think, about DREAMers, about DACA recipients. What do you want people to know? I mean, at the end of the day, we, we are all people. We're in this country because we
1: believed in opportunity and freedom, and many of us, and and all of us, are people, and I don't want to underemphasize our humanity, Mm -hmm. right? I think we get caught up, especially in the dreamer narrative, that certain immigrants are more worthy than others of deserving citizenship or the ability to go. You think of people like me, right, who are PhD students, um, who have like who are graduate students who. Um, you know, contribute to the country in some way, right, whether it be economic or um, through intelligence. Um, But in reality, like, we are all worth it. And when you think of undocumented people, think of their humanity, think of the fact that they are literally just people.
2: I think we could all benefit from understanding people and their humanity. That's right. And you really,
1: Carlos, put it into context that, that, you know, people are losing hope. Um, this is about opportunity and about freedom, and uh, we really appreciate you sharing with us your personal story as well. Thank you for joining us today. Gracias, Carlos. Absolutely.
5: Hey, what if I could give you four things that would take you from zero to a billionaire? It's okay. okay? <clears throat> to say that, okay. I promise you that.
0: Mm, Cardone, it's okay. Took no money. Hey, $3. hey, $3. hey. Shut, employed, shut up. Shut inter- up. I thought a typo. (laughs) Two minutes ago. I think I was the first. Yeah, I think I'm the first person, unless they're just geofencing me and I can't see everybody else's response. Walker of shame. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Walker's girlfriend kept her seats. Is Elon Musk doing the rest is bidding?
6: Democratic senator and king of the Sears portrait studio, Rafael Warnock, and GOP nominee and psychic failing to read his own mind, Herschel Walker. Walker has made headlines because he's in favor of a national abortion ban with no exceptions. Turns out, he might make one exception to that. Because reportedly, back in 2009, Herschel Walker paid for his girlfriend's abortion, I have not seen a hypocrite this big, since Gandhi did that ad for Arby's. (laughs) Be the meats you want to see in the world. Now, of course, Walker denies it. He tweeted the report is a flat out lie. And if there's one thing Herschel Walker knows, it's lying, because he has done a ton of it, including falsely claiming he was an FBI agent, hiding the fact that he had secret children, from his own campaign and falsely claiming he never falsely claimed to have graduated from the University (laughs) of Georgia. (laughs) Really? He not only... That's impressive. He not only lied, he lied about lying? What kind of lesson does that teach his secret children? (laughs) (laughs) And this woman evidently has the receipt, specifically a receipt from the abortion clinic, a copy of a $700 check from Mr. Walker and a signed get well card. This is, um, what's the word? A disaster. So Walker went on the Fox News last night and was asked about this evidence by the most effective form of birth control known to man, Sean Hannity. The get well card, it looks like it's included with your signature in the article. Have you seen it and is that your
5: signature? Uh, I haven't seen it, uh, but, you know, I can tell you, uh, I send out so many, get well, uh, send out so much of anything. Well, sure. I mean, all celebrities send cards to complete strangers.
6: In fact, you know what, Herschel's going through a tough time right now, so uh, let me just get this done real quick. Um, mm, uh, Dear, dear Herschel. Get,
0: well, you know what? Get, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs>
6: and I will now mail that through the television. Walker. Good. Walker had a pretty terrible excuse for the money, too. What about the $700 check? Is there anybody you
5: can remember sending that much money to? Well, I I send money to a lot of people, and that's what's so funny. I do scholarship for kids. I give money to people all the time because I'm always helping people because I believe in being generous. It's true. He
6: does like helping people. For instance, that interview really helped Raphael Warnock. (laughs) Also... Also in the midterms uh, there's some interesting new footage out of the Michigan governor's race where incumbent Gretchen Whitmer is running against Republican nominee and woman lecturing the waiter just how spicy she runs at that to meet the ball. Tudor Dixon. In the latest polls Dixon's trailing Whitmer by a whopping 17 points and she's raised so little cash that her campaign has not had the money to fund its own commercial. So Michigan's Rashid County Republican Party made their own commercial for Dixon and they did not let their lack of budget or talent stop them. Dixon shared the commercial on social media and now, well, I'm sharing it with you. Jim? Hey, have you seen the TV ads with the governor talking about the great things she's done for Michigan? She's a liar.
2: Whitmer can say what she wants, but we live here. Just look around,
6: man. During COVID, Whitmer locked down businesses like the Owasso Barber and put one woman from Holland in jail. Oh, yeah. Man. I gotta say, Sons of Anarchy is not as good as I remember. Oh, this one, they heroes. There's the community theater bikers had some more complaints about Whitmer. 3,000 restaurants closed. And she's pro-business? Yeah, right. And what about those higher gas and food prices? Our schools were closed for almost two years. Poor kids. And she put COVID patients in Graham's nursing home.
7: Graham died a bone.
0: Graham what?
6: <laughs> Eventually, they remembered the candidate they loved so dearly. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm voting for the other chick. What's her name? Yeah. Julia Dixon. <laughs> okay, let's roll. Watch out for potholes. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Uh-oh, it's a pothole. I hope Graham doesn't hit it. Graham rides alone. of ever more scandalous, false, and defamatory labels of racist, Russian lackey, insurrectionist, and ultimately Hitler. Ultimately Hitler, of course, also the name of World War II's worst-selling cologne. <laughs> Over in Eastern Europe, uh, Ukraine's <laughs> army is once again blown through Putin's forces. This is today, right? It really happened. Amazing. Today, the they been, large swaths of territory from the Russians, and anybody who thinks they know how this war is going to end is an idiot. Enter Tesla founder and evil baron from the new season of Bridgerton, Elon Musk. Yesterday, Elon floated an insane new plan to end the war in the most Elon Musk way possible via Twitter poll. So, what was in Musk's plan? Redo elections of annexed regions under supervision. Crimea, formerly part of Russia, water supply to Crimea assured. Ukraine remains neutral. So Russia gets everything they want, but in exchange, Ukraine gives Russia everything they want. Sounds like the kind of plan the Kremlin would thank him for, which could be why, shortly after, the Kremlin thanked him for it. It really seems like Musk is doing Russia's bidding here. explains why his latest model Tesla is potatoes. Like they got the old fashioned grill yes. And that old grill the That's how they don't make that anymore That's first generation Top Ukrainian officials Clapped back at Musk's poll Ukraine's ambassador to Germany Responded F*** off is my very
3: diplomatic reply to you <laughs> Hey
6: Hey That's not right The diplomatic reply would be Please f- off We got a great show for you tonight My guest is Maggie Hayden
0: So, shout out to KAMP radio at the University of Arizona, and KPYT, Pascoyaki, Tribal Radio, on the Razor Show. <laughs> um, let's see. Liz Truss. Confirms Macron, friend and Putin foe as she joins EU leaders in Prague. Biden delivers remarks on creating jobs during visit to IBM facility. Biden makes remarks on jobs in the economy in Pennsylvania. President Biden speaks on... Independence... Uh, Tony Michael's podcast, OPEC raises fuel prices to help fascists, streamed 17 minutes ago.
6: Fragility shit, they're fucking. Now it's democracy's fault. Even though democracy is not the one that controls. This is why pro-democracy people talk about actual energy independence. This is why they talk about actual energy independence, not just bullshit pandering like the fucking fascist Republicans do in this country. It's always like, ah, oh, well, the new Green
0: Deal. What? Morning, Doe Highlights.
6: Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Go to InventHelp.com to get started
0: today. We have representatives okay. this nation. Today, we have one job. And only one job. And that's to
5: make sure the people in Florida get everything that they need to fully, thoroughly recover. We're one of the few nations in the world that on the basis of a crisis we face.
0: Was that fucking DeSantis behind him?
2: Better than we went into it. And that's what we're going to do this time around. Come out of it better.
0: Looks like he smells a turd. President
2: Biden and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis put politics aside at least for a day as the president tours more hurricane damage and even compliments his potential 2024 rival. Plus, there's a new claim from the woman who says Herschel Walker paid for her abortion. <laughs> Meanwhile, Walker doubles down on his defense that everyone but him is lying. Mm -hmm. Also ahead, what a dramatic cut in oil production overseas could mean for the price we pay at the pump. We have a lot ahead this morning. Good morning and welcome to Morning Joe. It is Thursday, October 6th, along with Joe, Willie, and me. We have U.S. special correspondent for BBC News, Patty Kaye, former chairman of the Republican National Committee, Michael Steele, is with us this morning, and as always, the host of Way Too Early, White House Bureau Chief at Politico, Jonathan... Uh, so we'll get to our top story this morning, Willie.
7: Yeah, it's front page of all the newspapers pictures of President Biden and Governor Ron DeSantis together one week after Hurricane Ian made landfall in Florida. President Biden warning more storms will come. The president visited Florida yesterday, just days after surveying storm damage in Puerto Rico. In Florida, President Biden and Governor Ron DeSantis temporarily put politics aside as they met with residents in the Fort Myers area. We were very fortunate to have good coordination uh, with the White House and with FEMA. I think one of the things that you're seeing in this response, we are cutting through the bureaucracy. We are cutting through the red tape. Uh, and that's from local government, state government, all the way up uh, to the president. So we
5: appreciate uh, the, the team effort. I think he's done a good job. He's, look, I called him, I think he, before he called me, when I heard the storm was on its way, right? we worked hand in glove. We have very different political philosophies, but we've worked hand in glove. I've been to a lot of disaster areas in the last couple months,
4: last six months.
5: There's a lot going on. And I think the one thing this is finally ended is the discussion about whether or not there's climate change. We should do something about it. Can't go back to what it was. We gotta go back better.
7: Joe Biden complimenting Governor DeSantis on the job he's done after the storm. And Governor DeSantis, likewise,
5: uh, nodding
7: to President Biden in his role there.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, not extraordinary uh, for most of our history, uh, but extraordinary right now. And, uh, you know, I, I always thought that Chris Christie uh, catching all the grief he got for hugging uh, Barack Obama just showed the insanity. Of, of, of our political situation because we don't understand that when you're in a hurricane zone, you always hear you always hear this this nonsense about oh a president shouldn't come or a governor shouldn't come because we're trying. Busy clearing this and busy clearing Let me tell you something. My first year uh, in Congress, we had three hurricanes in Northwest Florida. I ran against Bill Clinton when I was on the campaign trail. That guy was in every sentence. So you know what I found out when those hurricanes came? That when the president of the United States, be he or she, a Republican or a Democrat, when they come into the middle of a hurricane situation, same thing with the governor. You know what? If you're having problems with FEMA, if you're having problems with SBA, if you're having problems with, with any of these government agencies, you got the president there. You say, Mr. President, we're having in trouble. We're having trouble getting these SBA loans lined up. Or, uh, we've had some trouble with FEMA. They're not letting people go back out, even though it's safe out on the island. They're not letting them go back to their houses and see if... They have any of their mementos left to see? To see, you know, how their house is, but it's still standing up. You can, you have the president or the governor there. And if, they, and if they're good at what they're doing, everything clears for you bureaucratically. So, let me just say, this is such a good thing for people who have have, have really taken a, a horrible storm, maybe the worst storm in decades. It's a good thing. That Absolutely. Joe Biden and Ron DeSantis were there, and that they were uh, cooperative and working together. Uh, and I hope uh, that everybody can look at that and celebrate it, just like we tried to celebrate uh, with their bipartisan bills uh, that are passed from Congress, despite all the craziness, the nonsense, despite all the anti American talk about uh, fake election results. Uh, these are moments... That, that you, you grab hold to and say, this is Absolutely. how we tie the fabric of America
2: together. Now, and, and critics of the, the Christie hug, uh, I bet you none of them were near a hurricane zone. When people are hurting, exactly. uh, and people are desperate and their homes have been decimated, nobody wants to see anything but unity between a governor and a president. They do not want to see any daylight between them when it comes to getting their lives back on track. To see any daylight (sighs) between them when it (laughs) comes... Right. The national poll finds the president's popularity is up to 44 percent, the third straight month of improvement. Biden's approval among Democrats is at 87 percent, 39 percent among independents, and 6 percent among Republicans. Six percent has warning signs for Democrats as well, as said, think the country is headed in the wrong direction. Among the top issues, they say they're thinking about. Inflation, and so I wonder, Joe, what you think? We talk about abortion being such a galvanizing issue, and I, I, I think I can count on many women coming out just. Wait, how much right. Inflation that goes across the board. Well, it really does. And I, um,
5: and what are
0: you
2: doing on my computer? I must say,
5: Michael Steele, it's interesting. Uh, three, four months ago, people were saying, well. BIDEN'S
0: APPROVAL
5: RATINGS ARE LOW, BUT the DEMOCRATS are DOING VERY WELL. 44% APPROVED, 49%. Well. That's what it was, like, a month ago. Yesterday, where Joe Biden's up to 46%, the Democrats are doing pretty well in the Jared ballot test. I
0: just What's said 44% mean? on the screen.
5: In media, you're reading in media about the top issues, about jobs, about abortion,
2: Who has one we've
5: had some trouble with FEMA they're not letting people go back out even though it's safe out on the island they're not letting them go back to their houses and see if they have any of their mementos left to see to see you know how their house is whether they still standing up you can you have the president or the governor there if, if, and if
0: they're good at what they're doing we clear we go going Judy.
5: so let me just say this is such a good thing. We have really taken a, a, store, made into a store in Florida uh, in decades, and it's a good thing that Joe Biden and Ron DeSantis were there and that they were uh, cooperative and working together. Uh, okay. And I hope uh, that everybody can look at that and okay. celebrate it, just like we try to celebrate uh, when there are bipartisan bills uh, that are passed through Congress, despite. All the craziness, the nonsense, despite all the anti-American talk about uh, fake election results, uh, these are moments that you you grab hold to and say, this is how we
2: tie the fabric of America together. No, and and critics of the the Christie hug, uh, I bet you none of them were near a hurricane zone. When people are hurting and people are desperate and their homes have been decimated, nobody wants to see anything but unity. Between a governor and a president, they do not want to see any daylight between them when it comes to getting their lives back on track. (laughs) President. By the way, Joe, President Biden is getting a bit of encouraging news. With just over a month ago until the midterm elections, the latest NPR Marist National Poll finds the president's approval rating is up to 44 percent, the third straight month of improvement. Biden's approval among Democrats is at 87 percent, 9 percent among independents, and 87 6% and 6 percent has warning signs for Democrats as well, as seven in 10 people think the country is headed in the wrong direction. Among the top issues, voters say there's...
0: comma, as they are constantly adopting talking points. Uh, what do you call them? Um, not colleagues, uh, mm. comrades.
2: I think we talk about abortion being such a galvanizing issue, and I, I, I think I can count on many women coming out just for that issue, but inflation, that goes across the board. Well, it really does, and I, um, and I must
5: say, Michael Steele, it's interesting, uh, three, four months ago, people were saying, well, Biden's approval ratings are low, but the Democrats are doing very well. Uh, now we have Joe Biden doing pretty well. There's also a morning consult poll that was out uh, yesterday. 46%. Democrats are doing pretty well in the Jared Ballot test. But what you're hearing on, uh, in, in media, what you're reading in media about the top issues, uh, about dogs, about abortion, uh, uh, being an o with a woman... Serial procrastination is something
1: that affects 80% of the population,
7: even high-performing, intelligent individuals. This article states this, quote, when the woman first told the Daily Beast her story, we agreed not to reveal certain details about her identity over her concerns for safety and privacy. But then Walker categorically denied the story and said he did not know who was making this allegation. On to state, quote, the woman, a registered Democrat whose years long relationship with Walker continued after the abortion, told the Daily Beast her chief concern with revealing her name was because she is the mother of one of Walker's own children and she wanted to protect her family's privacy as best she could while also coming forward with the truth. The article goes on Walker has publicly acknowledged the child as his own and the woman proved she is the child's mother. Providing credible evidence of a long-term relationship with Walker. Walker responded to the new report last night, providing NBC News with this statement, "Quote, "...as I've already said, there's no truth to this or any other Daily Beast report." Mm-hmm. Walker had already denied the allegation he paid for an abortion, calling it a, quote, flat-out lie. He's threatened a lawsuit against the Daily Beast, but has yet to file one. It's important to note mm-hmm. NBC News has not confirmed the
2: Daily Beast reporting on this so the question is how do republicans respond to this his campaign has raised more than half a million dollars since his monday appearance on fox news during which he denied claims he paid for a girlfriend's abortion back in 2009 and since the daily beast publication of the story we continue to see republicans rallying behind walker here's ted cruz commercial walker is going to win that race
6: Jay, he is a
3: good
6: mm-hmm. It's real nasty. I believe Herschel Walker is going to be the next senator. I'm proud to support Herschel Walker. His own.
2: Senator Lindsey Graham also came out in support of Walker while slamming the media for attacking Republicans. And huh. Senator Rick Scott, the head of the Republican Senate campaign committee, made similar do comments. Do it to Joe,
0: yourself, uh, you do. I'm Not nasty really
2: Claims of the abortion, which I think, you know, at this point we have reports, he's denying them. That's where that stands. But the more information that comes about, about, about things like this, the Walker, is they turn out to be true. It turns out he has more children than he claims to have. It turns out, you know, he didn't manage hospitals, he donated. You know, there's all sorts of twists and turns.
4: his claims about
5: himself
2: and republicans just stick with him
5: i I don't get it michael still this new phenomenon i mean uh, you you ran the republican party you you, if you had a candidate who lied about his educational degree lied about being in the fbi would that be enough right there like pre-trump that would have finished a candidate right there But then stories about how he put a gun to his ex-wife's head, lied uh, about uh, the children he had, uh, has four children out of wedlock that his son says didn't raise a single one. This report comes up. Republicans are still backing him. Uh, This Mm. report comes up, and uh, they're still supporting him, and now a follow-up where... Herschel Walker said you didn't know this woman. I uh, didn't know anything about this. It wasn't true. And now we're finding out, uh, according to the latest report, uh,
0: that Herschel Walker, my gosh, just another would, hypocritical.
5: Based on oath. past, I, I would guess this report is accurate. Uh, there's a good chance better than good chance that it's accurate that actually she has one of his children that he's not raising and the republicans are still coming out saying that they're supporting him i again I, i just is there
4: nobody in any of
5: office is saying it hey, boss maybe you should back off a little bit here just just let let it stay its course because well, no. there's no reason why these people should be supporting a guy this this terribly flawed they're supporting it because the voters in georgia don't care they're not getting phone calls from Georgia or anywhere else screaming uh, to back away from Walker so they lean in but this whole family values ruse of the GOP has been busted they've cold busted it Democrats didn't expose it they didn't expose the family values
6: lie right Republicans expose their own lie you know for to themselves, and now that's exposed, and they don't care, because the only thing that matters is that Republicans get that Georgia seat. This is about power politics. They know they're going to have a sycophant in Walker who's going to come to the Senate and do whatever he's told to do, period. That's the only thing that matters. He's a vote on the board, and he's one more step to taking absolute control
3: of the government. That's the game. And so it doesn't matter. You can have a picture of, of Herschel Walker, you know, engaged in all kinds of crazy stuff. You can have more women come
6: out. You can have men come out. It don't
3: matter. And this world, they don't care. There's no value here for them. ...other
6: than the owning of Democrats getting this particular seat. So until their voters are expressing concern and uh, a lack of interest in the campaign because of these types of issues, they're going to lean in. Ted Cruz, I'm going to
2: lean in. That's my guy. Yes, he's got how many kids? I don't know. I don't care, but it's a the Senate. So Michael Steele, to build on your...
0: Ah, shit. Right. So anyway, thanks for listening to the Just for Governor show. I cover all the pro-democracy podcasts.
2: You know, we have some interesting new poll numbers um, for President Biden and the Democrats With just over a month ago until these midterm elections. The latest NPR Marist National Poll finds the president's approval rating is up to 44%, the third straight month of improvement. That's good news for the Democrats. The bad news, though, 7 in 10 people think the country is headed in the wrong direction. As for the top issues for voters, inflation continues to top the list. Joining us now, the chair of the DCCC, Democratic Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney of New York. President Biden will be visiting your district this afternoon. And, Joe, the, the big question for the Democrats like Sean is, especially with the OPEC news um, and potentially gas prices and everything going up again, that, that could definitely be challenging for Democrats. It definitely could be. And, and Sean, I'm curious
5: about a trend that we're starting to see in Senate races. A New York Times report about the Wisconsin Senate race that's gotten incredibly tight. Uh, Things uh, that the Democratic candidate said in Wisconsin, just like the Democratic (laughs) candidate said in Pennsylvania a few years back about crime and, quote, defunding the police. Those Those exact words weren't used. But you saw firsthand in 2020. Down the stretch, that actually kept a lot of races a lot closer. The, the whole Democrat soft on crime uh, argument from Republicans in the closing closing months. Of course, we understand, and we say it here all the time. You know, you you, you can't.
0: So, um, thanks, and please wear a mask in public indoor spaces. I called the three branches of government religiously, and make sure that their indictments number one priority right now. To be, get indictments. Call the DOJ. Call the Congress. Call the White House. Do your job